East High. Hello. It's Wildcat Minute, where we talk about High School Musical 2, one minute at a time. I am Contra. And I'm Tyler. I'm very confused. We're forgetful today. We're in the same room, and we don't know how this works anymore. What is this? This is Wildcat Minute, where we're talking today about 102 minutes into High School Musical (laughs) 2. The 102nd minute of the movie. Yep. Sure, we're there. Minute 102 starts out with Gabriella singing Wanna Find You There and ends with a big oh, oh. from Gabriella. Yes, still singing. We're, we're still singing. We're in the fourth full minute of this song. Indeed. It is the song. No end, no end in sight. <laughs> yeah, no end in sight because they've it's just become a gospel chorus. Yep. But anyway, at the beginning of the minute, they're still in their... You know, post-chorus, slow down, back to the beginning, every day, gonna find you there, gonna hold on tight. But like a slow version. It's yeah. like a, a subtle, not yeah, a, not a sassy, it's just, it's not just a sassy piano version, right now. yeah. It's just piano and singing. Gonna run while we're young and keep the faith. Mm-hmm. But while, but while Troy's <laughs> saying gonna run while we're young, so Gabriella has sort of like hugged his shoulder and is like leaning mm-hmm. on his shoulder mm-hmm. and Troy is looking out of the audience and he does this like defiant yeah. smirk. Yeah, they've gone face. from staring at themselves to the audience. They like turn, they're like, oh yeah, we're in front of an audience. Let's turn and like. He does like half of a DreamWorks face. A little bit, yeah. <laughs> I was also thinking it's kind of a bet on it face. Yeah, but I don't like. I don't really know. Like, I guess being defiant is like, yeah, we're doing our own thing, and but that's not really the vibe of the song. That's the vibe of Bet on It. Yeah, where he's you know being all sassy, but this song's more just like a a happy celebratory emotional experience. But I guess that whole like gonna run while we're young, it's like stick it to the old people. That's right, mom and dad, Peter and Claire. I'm gonna run while I'm young. What if secretly Peter and Claire are mom and dad? What? I don't know. Are the mother and father of Troy? But they're just or or they're just parents in general. Yeah. <laughs> what what if secretly Peter and Claire have a child that they don't tell anyone about? They just raise and love at home. Mm-hmm. Is there is there a sinister backstory here? Like, no, <laughs> just the prospect of them being parents because they seem so much. They seem like the rich people that don't have a kid. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> Their names are Peter and Claire. Come on. <laughs> yeah. No, there's no no fathers named Peter anywhere in the world. Anywhere. Peter Griffin from Family Guy. Forget Not it. a family guy because you can't be a dad. It. We just made a big statement there. <laughs> yeah, if you're listening and your name is Peter and you are a father, you're, no, you're not, not actually. <laughs> Surprise! Your child or children were birthed without you being involved. Congratulations. Anyway. So, yeah. So then all of a sudden they they, they do a big keep the faith. Yeah, it's they not... Key change. It's not it's, quite a key change, but it wants to be a key change. Yeah, it's kind of like... Yeah, you you have it right. It's like it's like that building moment, but I'm pretty sure it does stay in the same key. And then and then everyone starts saying, well, all the wildcats start. That'd yeah. be funny if the audience had also started. <laughs> We're not there yet. We're not there yet. It's bound to happen eventually. <laughs> but yeah, so they're about to build to start singing the everyday chorus again. Well, like, yeah. But right when they're about to say every day. 
The Wildcats interrupt them, and Troy and Gabriella look to the side, shocked, as if... Well, Troy is shocked. Gabriella less Okay. And, yeah, so there was a quick cut of the Wildcats, and then it cut back to Troy's reaction shot, and then it kind of cuts back to the Wildcats all... Moving forward? Yeah, like um, disengaging from the crowd that they were in in the back and starting to weave through the tables of the audience up to the stage. And it becomes this sort of chorus that's in the background, kind of doing a, yeah, like I said before, like a gospel type background singing while Troy and Gabriella continue to sing the main melody. It's like Big Noise, which is a movie that I didn't mean to reference, <laughs> but like. Oh, I just thought you meant it was a Big Noise in general. No, but I guess Big Noise is a good comparison, but it's like. It's like Sunday School Musical, like as Sunday, we've said. As we've said. Um <laughs> I just, it's not gospel. Yes. We're not saying it's, not, it's gospel it's music, but it has like the the cooperation of a, a background choir. Yeah, it's not literally religious, nor is it like based on hymnal mm-hmm. chord progressions. It just has that sound of like, like a chorus of people singing thing, in and unison. Then clapping. Yeah. There's like a clap. And then the clapping beat. thing. Yeah. Yeah. So. Just just want to put that there. It is I don't not. think anyone was going to take us to task, but no. thank you. Um, and not only do the Wildcats join in, but we see... Yeah, we see this big overhead shot of the stage. And who who happens to join but the Sharpettes yeah, and we, Ryan. Yeah, we see the Sharpettes and Ryan coming in from stage right, which behind is on Kelsey. the left of the stage behind the band. Ryan kind of hops off of a rock. He was overseeing, like he did the, <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, yeah. Chad and Taylor and everyone were just like, okay, <laughs> Ryan's going to let us know when to come in and go. Okay. It's funny because, yeah, everyone else is just doing shout singing. Yeah. But Gabriella and Troy are still like holding notes, still kind of like vocalizing, like. Yeah, they're doing oohs. Like modding. And, yeah. Um, yeah, they're modding, right? They're replacing their arms with cyborg parts. That's not what I meant. Like the I can't, mods from I can't the Boba Fett show. What the word is? They're modulating. Modulating. There yes, we go. Not modifying. No. I was just making a pun. Oh, are I was you, nervous. Are you a mod or a rocker? And I'm, the I'm only both. other thing, I'm a mocker. Is what you're supposed to say. And Ryan and Char- uh, It's a hard day's night reference. Okay. <laughs> Guys, I'm already doing, having a hard I was doing time. I'm nervous to make it funny. I'm uh, already having a hard time. <laughs> so Ryan and Gabriella start skipping across the stage hand in hand, like we saw them do in the rehearsal, and then it cuts to uh, yeah. There's that big scene before when they were uh, rehearsing. I'll, what the wildcat number was going to be. Yeah, and they were doing it in a big circle, was, and Ryan and Gabriella were, like, running hand-in-hand hand through the middle. Yeah, okay, here's my question, because I actually went back and rewatched that scene. Mm-hmm. Not today, but a few days ago. And I couldn't tell from listening to the music whether the music in the rehearsal scene was meant to be the same as every day. It is it, unclear. Okay. And I even looked at the captions and it didn't say sometimes it says like what the song playing in the background is, but it didn't say that either. But at least let it be said that the minimal choreography that's going on here once the Wildcats do get on stage 
has is been not, rehearsed. Is not is not any sort of choreography that we saw them practicing in the earlier rehearsal scene when Ryan was like, "All right, pass it to me. Pass, come on, you can do it." Yeah. <laughs> he, yeah. Yeah. None of that is there. Martha does not get a solo. Really, they just stand in a big circle and hold hands and do like. What is it that that parachute game? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's like the gym class parachute. You're exactly right, right? Because yeah, they, they're all standing up at the same time, and then they all like bend over at the same time. Mm-hmm. It's it's really, I mean, do I want to just like blame Kenny Ortega? Like, come on, dude, no. this is you're slacking here. This is not the big the well. It is a big song. But, like, in the way Breaking Free is not necessarily, like, the big song at the end. Well, that's what I'm confused about, because I thought it was going to be, like, the Troy and Gabriella song and then the Wildcats song. But now the Wildcats are joining the Troy and Gabriella song. So do they just all throw a mishmash of, like, one one big climax number? Because it seems like, as you were saying, right, in the first one you had Breaking Free. I guess you had Bop to the Top in the middle, or was the Bop to the Top before that? Bop Top was before that. That okay. was during the game and yeah, the never, science. Yeah, comp. you're right. You're right. Um, all right. There's Breaking Free and then We're All in This Together. But We're All in This Together is also like the credits. Like it's the, you know, the the Grease song at the end where it's like, OK, everything's already done. We're just going to sing we one more together, song. We go together, as yeah. it were. We go together. Yes. We're all in this together. I never realized how close those were. <laughs> <laughs> well, I did accidentally spoil it for you a couple weeks ago when we were driving to PodCon that I said I had like, to... Oh, this is the wrong song or this is the right song? No, I um said to you, oh, I have to cut two songs as we were listening to the soundtrack. Yeah, it's it, it's not that you spoil it because I figured there would be two songs. I just didn't figure that the Wildcats would join this song and then make the other, like whatever next song would be feel either redundant or like a waste of time. I don't know. We'll get there though. Oh, we'll get there. (laughs) But yeah, I'm enjoying like as, (laughs) as negative as I can be about the, like these songs, it's hard not to like have fun when like all the characters are on stage singing and dancing. You're like, their big smile. Sharpay gets brought on and she's like big smile. She's like kind of singing, but not always. Oh. We we tracked this. Folks. So, yeah. So there's a shot where Troy walks over to the other side of the stage where Sharpay and Fulton are. Fulton's kind of doing like a dad dance where he's like bobbing his arms. I like he was clapping. Like, oh, yeah. A little bit of both. He's like doing an animatronic dance where like he's just kind of. Bouncing. Yeah, but he's having a great time. Yeah. Fulton is loving this. A folks. grand old time. And and Troy reaches out and brings Sharpay on stage. It would have been cool if there was like some dialogue there. Again, Do you trust me? <laughs> again, like the the movie seems so afraid to like can make we- anything happen during the songs. Like you can have a different version of the song for the soundtrack and like cut away during the movie to have people talk. That costs more money. We already had a different version for Gotta Go My Own Way, which is our only plot song. So, like, (laughs) what do we know? So, yeah. So, Troy brings Sharpay up on stage, and she joins the big circle, and they're all holding hands. Except for Troy and Gabriella. (laughs) Because they're holding microphones. Uh, Just the irony. (laughs) So, 
Well, yeah, that would be interesting if there was something about that, like the stage brings us together, but it also separates us. Like it's a persona we put on to pretend to be a couple, but really we never actually do that. Mm. But no. Were Zach Efron and Vanessa Hudgens broken up by this point? They were. We had determined they'd broken up before High School Musical 2. Okay, but maybe while they were filming it, they might have been. Hard to say. No. Well, yeah, but officially they had broken up before the filming of High School Musical 2 was started. So they're sort of like Hollywood teen, teen sweetheart was like only really associated with the first. the first one. And even then, it's hard to know like how mocked up that was by media and stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, yes, you were saying Sharpay, you know, is smiling and like moving her mouth, but she's not like singing every day. Because I guess she wouldn't know the words. So in anything, that's good continuity. Yeah. That she's not like singing a song that she's never heard before. But she can also figure it out. Yeah. All the, yeah. Of anyone, she would be the one who figures out how to sing along. Because it, it's just every day for right now. Yeah. It, it's like. Gotta they use just, our voices, scream, scream out, out loud. loud. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's not like it's complicated. And they've already <laughs> sang it a few times. Um, but yeah, the circle dance it. Is pretty fun. It it um, is good for the movie. Bad if we were at the show. Yes. <laughs> um. So they are faced in towards each other like a like a high school football like <laughs> meeting. Yeah. Where they're not, all huddled not, up. Not, not like a huddle. Not an in game huddle, but like like, uh, like a pump up huddle yeah. where everyone stands shoulder to shoulder. Yeah. And. So they're like looking at each other and stuff, but their backs are just to the audience. But. But as I said before, they're going to do they're they're living in the now. They're doing it here together. They don't care what the audience thinks. This is for them, not for the Heck audience. The Evanses. <laughs> Come on, Peter and Claire. This isn't for you. So, yeah, what we do get is sort of a, a camera shot from inside the circle, kind of panning around the circle, seeing all the smiling and laughing wildcats. And we do see the faces of those like cheerleaders and Martha backup basketball players that have been the sort of extras backup dancers throughout both of these movies, as we've seen so far. Mm-hmm. We see the Sharpettes who were dressed similarly, but they stand out enough. Yeah, everyone kind of has the same color palette, but the weight service, the the staff wildcats are definitely still in there. Like waiting out garb. Yes. And Sharpay is in her sparkly silver dress thing with a halter top kind of, I don't, it's like two pieces, but not two pieces. (laughs) It's one and a half pieces. Yeah. And Ryan's got like a bolt. He's got probably the boldest color on him. And they keep cutting to Kelsey too, who's like singing away and like she's part of the group, even though she's she's on the piano. Yeah. But no, yeah, still no audience shots or reactions from anyone else. So it'd be cool to see Sharpay's mom going like, oh, she made friends. Or Mr. Bolton being like, yeah, Troy, that'd be funny. (laughs) Yeah, my son has has lots of friends who love him. Yeah, but it's still it's not as elaborate. It's nowhere near as elaborate as anything from the first movie. Which is weird because they had a. Bigger budget, if I remember correctly. Not much bigger, but like a little bit bigger. Um, but they must have spent it all renting the the country club. It seems like what the first movie maybe lacked in budget, 
they made up for in time. Like they had time to kind of plan the movie, plan what the plot would be, mm-hmm. rehearse some of the songs. This one feels like it was much quicker. Definitely. Right? They just had to pump something out as quickly as they could. Didn't matter what the plot was. Didn't matter how like how much the songs related to the plot. They had a couple songs that they were just going to go with. Those were what they had. Boom, bing, bang, bong. You're all, you got a movie. Yeah. Which, this isn't a bad song or a bad ending. Well, you would argue it's a bad ending. But, like, it's... It's an unsatisfactory, like, wrap-up of the character arcs. It's a good song to end a movie on, theoretically. Yeah. It's... It matches the the tone it's trying to hit very well. And it's serving its purposes. And we have said this before and we'll probably say it again. Movies by minute format is not always kind to less stellar movies. It's not kind to stellar movies either. either. Yeah. So it's only kind to interstellar. That's the The only movie it's kind to because you don't do it. I never, I don't even know if there is Interstellar Minute. I don't know either. I've also never seen Interstellar. Me neither. Anyway, you want to, you want to do a crossover? Yeah, I guess I, I think we should maybe wrap up this minute with me guessing what's going to happen in the remainder of the movie. Okay. Um, I do want to just point out Troy had a really good note at one point. He did an everyday that sounded really good. One of his like yeah. little riffy ones. Every day. Yeah. Someone, yeah. So it was good. Probably had a good note. All yeah, right. So, so Tyler, this, guess what's going to happen? This song's going to end. Correct. Hopefully. We don't know. <laughs> it may At not. At some point, this song will end. That's my prediction. No. Correct. Um, so this song will end and everyone will cheer. And I guess they'll give the Star Dazzle Award to the Wildcats, the staff. And then maybe Sharpay will hand it to Kelsey or something. I think maybe we'll wrap that up. And then it'll kind of, there'll be people will say their goodbyes. You'll have like, you know, a quick scene right now between Troy and Gabriella. Or maybe not, not at all. We'll save that for later. Troy, maybe we'll talk to his parents. Peter and Claire will make an appearance. People will all say goodbyes. Fulton will say how proud he is of everyone. Kind of get like your end of party, like festivities. And then I get... Maybe what would happen is they cut to like the first day of school or like like the last day where everyone's hanging out before the first day of school and they're reflecting on their summer. And then they go like that really was a high school musical. It really was a summer that we had together. And then they sing like a last song that's more of like a just friends hanging out song. Like, let's all have fun before the summer is done. Wow. Wow. That should be a lyric. That's, yeah, that's my prediction. So, yeah, we'll wind down here. I think, I don't think it's going to be a whole nother Wildcat song. That would seem like so redundant. So I think we're going to wrap up with the country club, transition out, and then the, the final scene of the movie is, are you guys ready for senior year? And then Miss Darvis pokes her head out of a bush and goes, boo, and then they go, da 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 da, and then that's it. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll see where we go. I, as always, cannot comment on your prediction, 
but um, there's some good ideas in there. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Are there good ideas? That's what I think will happen. I don't know if they're good ideas. Darbus poking her hat out of a bush. That would be a great idea. <laughs> Jason goes like, Miss Darbus, what are you doing here? You're just turning this into the 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 SNL Californians. Oh, that was a little bit of a Californians voice, I guess. But that's kind of what Jason is. Yeah. Maybe maybe Zeke will make everybody some creme brulee. Well, or cookies again. Or cookies. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> it feels underwhelming for us to be like, wow, this was the song that tied it all together. But here we are. Here we are. <laughs> 102 minutes into it. Waiting for something meaningful to happen. But yeah, crossover time. Crossover time. So... We're going to just just pick two Disney properties that existed in 2007 or earlier and pitch uh, them as a decom or a or a TV special in which they they merge together like your Phineas and Ferb meet Marvel or Phineas and Ferb meet Star Wars. Except we've already done Phineas and Ferb, so I know. I know. We're not going to do that. Condra, I just what love have, Phineas and Ferb. What are you bringing to the table for us to cr- crossover? Or maybe I shall go first. <laughs> oh, I can go first. Okay. What do no, you got? I am bringing Hercules. Hercules. I'll bring the whole movie this time instead of just the character like I like to do. That's really unfortunate. Why? Because I was thinking about the Disney Channel television show, Phil of the Future. Yes. So, quick rundown of Phil of the Future. He's a 22nd century man. So... <laughs> <laughs> that's just the, that's just the intro music. Yeah. Um, so I guess Phil and his family have traveled back in a time machine and they get from s- the 22nd century to the very early 21st century. So 100, 150 years. They get stuck. They get stuck in the past, a la Back to the Future, and have to pretend to be a real family living in the 21st century. And so there, it's just like a fish out of water comedy. He has to go to school and like he knows some stuff about history or the future. Like they just have different. The parents like have to hide all the fancy gadgets they have, and it's just silly. And right, Phil is the main character as a best friend who's a a girl who lives in the regular time period. It's all yeah. Time travel, silly jokes, but it was a relatively good. Yeah, kid it was a pretty good. Yeah, it was a pretty good sitcom. Um, I have a a, a proposal of so, how we could do this. Hercules being an animated Maybe movie the, about the Greek demigod yes. who fights Hades and the Titans. Firstly, I could change. <laughs> no, I don't think you should change. Because I could change to a Disney Park thing. No, I think we should. You Are, should leave it the way it is. That's not. It's not in the spirit of the challenge. To, <laughs> okay halfway through. All right. So then my proposal is Phil has to give a report in school about oh, mythology. About mythology. And the 22nd century oh, wait, you wild. Know what's, you know what's great? There's Phil is in Hercules, the character voiced by T-D's? Danny DeVito. Yep. And so we've got two Phil's going on here. Okay. Yes. That's a potential joke, but you keep going. So he has to give a report in school about mythology, and apparently the 22nd century found some archaeological evidence that, like, radically shifted mythology. So (laughs) I don't know what that would be. Maybe they find Troy. There's maybe some sort of, like, Rosetta Stone equivalent where they, like, 
understand the language or they've like mapped out all of the ancient languages in a way that like they finally translated like, linear B. Yeah, like it can all be done in a computer and the, we, we have very easy translations of everything. Or they finally like cracked the code of Homer. Like, <laughs> I don't know. They figured out who Homer was. Yeah. He was a real singular person who lived and died. And this is a lot of just like classics information for those that are not in the class. You just happen to be listening to two classicists talk about the mythology. So, so, so his family has retained some technology from the 22nd century. Yes. That allows them to know more about ancient Greek mythology than is known in the 21st century. Correct. That's what I'm trying to get at. So in having to give his report, he has to like learn about how 21st century understands mythology. So he he's not like so he's having to do like a twofold he has to pretend to know less than he does. Yes. Okay. And I think because Disney movies are canon in Disney show, Channel shows, I think. So he's just going to watch the movie Hercules? I think at some point he's going to watch the movie Hercules. But that was not going to be my primary point. My primary point was he was going to time travel back to the 90s when they're researching. He's going to like... Hijinks. He was like shooting they to go time back. Travel though. I thought he. I thought they could go backwards. They just couldn't go forwards. But if he went backwards again, how could he get back? That's get, true. That's true. I wish it was like a Bill and Ted kind of thing. I think the other option is to just get gods involved. Yeah. And say which is not <laughs> Zeus, ideal. Zeus appears. Hades. Hades is trying to. Maybe Hades discovers them and is like, ooh, I want their tech for my own evil deed to finally, like, the the planets are realigning again in the way they did in Hercules. I think maybe a la Bill and Ted, it could be lower stakes and such that, like, Hades just doesn't want Phil to pass his history class. But what would Phil have done to... <laughs> Tick off Hades, god of the underworld. Hades knows that if Phil and his family ever get back to the future, then that's going to throw off the... Space-time continuum? The space-time continuum in such a way that doesn't allow him to get... But but if Phil and his family die in the past, then Hades gets his riches sooner. Mm. Maybe they have some like secret treasure that he wants and he knows that the family will be interred with the, with that treasure. Yeah. And so this this mythology report is the key. Phil is about to uncover his connection like he is descended from Hercules. From Phil. From Phil. From Philoctetes. Philoctetes. Yeah. Um the the satyr. The satyr. <laughs> Sure. Yeah. Um, who hooks up with Aphrodite at the end of the movie, which always frustrated me. Um, they can have a fling. It's fine. I mean, maybe in mythology, Philoctetes is a satyr, but maybe he was just a real guy. And maybe by the future, they've learned that, like, some of the monsters that they just that existed in mythology were misinterpreted bones were, like yeah, we were, have were today. Yeah, maybe. Although that's not what's the, that's not the point of of learning about mythology is to like to correct the mistakes. But 
they do sometimes have that hoity-toity point of view from as the future family and fellow of the future. Mm-hmm. They, they like a holier than thou. Like all, all of your silly beliefs are are stupid. We've figured everything out in the future. So maybe that's it. Wow, this is tough. This, yeah, I, I'm not even crazy about the gods being involved in it. Um, so he watches the movie Hercules, Hercules. <laughs> to understand. Or maybe it's not even that. Maybe they throw a toga party. Maybe it's not a school project. Maybe he's trying to be cool and he's like, let me throw a toga party. Maybe they're doing a, a, muse, a high school musical of Hercules. Mm. This is a this is a precursor to High School Musical, the musical, the series. Yep. Wherein the high school is putting on Hercules and Phil is trying out to be Hercules. But he ends up being Phil. Yeah, I actually like that the best. <laughs> I think that's our best option we've come up with so far. It's basically, The Sweet Life of Zack and Cody High School Musical. And his... He has, like, a, a girl who is his friend, right? Yeah, it's it's like the, the plant lady from um yeah from Sky High. It's like that thing in television shows where there's always friend groups of mixed genders, even though, yes, high school friend groups have that, but usually, like, your best friend, not to generalize, but it's it seems to me that they always do that in... To make broader appeal yeah, to make, for yeah, marketing. To make it so there's always male and female characters for the audience to connect with, even though like, like Gordo should not have been friends with Lizzie and Miranda. Yeah, yeah, exactly. In high school, the way by the time they get to high school. Yeah. Like those things shift around and become all fuzzy. Fuzzy. Yeah. Which sky high does a good job wrestling with. Cause it's like, okay, yeah, you were my friend from growing up, but then we get to high school and things drift apart. So the lady friends auditions for Meg I guess. Would they have to kiss then? But if he was Hercules, they would have to kiss. So maybe he sabotages himself so to get didn't. Phil. But then some other icky boy gets to be Hercules. And he has to take him out using his future technology. So she doesn't have to. <laughs> so the kiss doesn't work. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Sure. It- and then the parents are watching it and they're like pointing out all the inaccuracies mm-hmm. in the play. Yeah. Because that's. I feel like that's the joke with the parents. Yeah. They point out how stupid things are yeah. from the perspective of the future. Yeah. Wow, we did it. We got there. We came up with an original plot line that no one's ever done before. Yep. But it was a way out. It was a we way out. We had to find a way out. Yep. Yep. <laughs> All right. Well, people can find us on the Twitter at Amateur Nerds. Or me personally at Tyler Booty, two I L E R B O U D Y. You can send us an email to amateurnerdspresent at gmail.com. Yeah, let us know what your favorite Hercules task is. Hmm. I like the stables. The stables? That's the one he cheated on. Exactly. <laughs> I like the stimfy. The stimfy? The, the stimfy, yeah. Well, what's the, the it's the Nymphian lion. Yeah. And the, sti, the Stygian. Stygian Bur- horses. Horse. So, okay. That's the Stygian whatever. stables. Okay, whatever. We're moving on. Uh, <laughs> special thanks to our artist, Theo Golden, at T Golden Art on Instagram. And our musician, Joe Winslow, whom you can find at joewinslowmusic.com. I have been Condra. And I've been Tyler. We'll see you next time to find out if my predictions for the rest of the movie were correct or not. You can bet on it. <laughs> <laughs>